Hello! And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Number 65. 65. 65. Awesome. And our first, first podcast without a bottle. Hmm. How do you feel about Tim's rolling glue? I'm really not sure, Mr. Layton. Um, I have very firm opinions on them, but I'd like to hear yours first. I must say, actually, I've not really had many tins. I think I've had the, the Brewdog punk ones. And? And I didn't particularly get on with that, but that's like that's one example. I've seen others, I've not had them. So I'm reserving judgment. I, I love tins. I love tins for many reasons. One, they're not bottle conditioned. <laughs> You know my hate of bottle conditions. Yeah. Um, two, for the train, they are fantastic. And I like train beers a lot. Yeah. Train beers are some of my favourite beers. Um, some of the best beers I've had have come from tins recently. I look at Dale's Pale Ale um, right. as an excellent example of a fantastically tinned beer. Um, it means that they can cross the ocean uh, a, a little bit more how they expect them to. So bottles obviously can be... Uh, harder to transport and ship for American stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've had uh, some of the Beaver Town ones I've had have yeah. been really good, like really good, um, as good as their bottled ones, and they're less likely to break, so you can ship them easier. Yeah. And I like the idea of people being able to send me beer in the post. Um, we had an incident last week with our uh, beer bods where the beer for last week got broken on the way. Yeah, Very kindly, Matt, you know, out of his own pocket, paid for the replacement to be sent to us and got quickly. But if it was a tin, it wouldn't have smashed. I know we've got some quite dented tins. Um, but yes, you know, they, they survived the journey. Yeah. Um, um, you don't need a bottle opener. And I've quite often been found without a bottle opener, so I've had to open it with my teeth. My dentist prefers me not doing that. Um, so yeah, I'm kind I, of I, mad through and through, though. Do you know what? I see tins... A little bit like the wine community and corks and, bo- and screw tops. Like, I would much rather have a wine with a screw top because I'm not my own bottom and yeah. uh, I'm not a snob about it. And most, you cut out the possibility of having corked and I've yet to be shown anything that being in a tin compared to a bottle makes it any better or worse. Uh, the only time I've ever seen that is with Coca-Cola. So I, I think they, I mean, there are certainly people who claim that they've had bad ones. And I know, we know people who've said they've had tins, particularly like the, the punk, where they weren't as good, they didn't taste as good as the bottles. Like, I think a lot of that can come down to the actual brews, though, and all the rest. Yeah, like, you, there's a lot it, of variables. It, it's very, yeah, it's very difficult to blame a tin for that, because I've had bottles, I mean, punk is a great example, and I'm going to use it, not because I've had bad punk, yeah. but I, I, it's one of my favourite beers. Yeah. And... Uh, they can be very different from beer to beer to beer, from brew yeah. to brew. And in a tin, I'm sure they do the one specific brew just for the tins. Yeah, and it could be that that brew wasn't to their side. I, I have had the punk in tins and I've enjoyed it just as much as I, as yeah. I have out the bottle. So I, well, I, don't I, think, I, think there's, I don't know whether I can blame a tin for that, but I, I like that craft. Oh, I use that <laughs> word again. <laughs> I like that the, the specialty beer movement. There we go, we'll use specialty beer oh, movement. God. Now, I, I like that the okay, good are. brewers are at least trying it and uh, trying to do some, you know, seeing when yeah, they're embracing it and we go with it. Exactly, exactly. You have a look at the branding. Yes. I'll tell um, you a little bit about For Pure whilst you're doing it. Okay. So they're based in 
that famous uh, London Bermondsey Mile. Yes. So they are right next door to Partizan. Uh, Partizan. Colonel, Literally uh, by numbers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a couple of others along there now. Uh, they were founded in September 2013 by two brothers, Tom and Dan Lowe. Um, they were the first brewery to in the UK to can their entire core range. Yeah. Um, which they did from earlier this year. Uh, they got the name from the fact they use, from just about the, having the purity of the four ingredients. So a um, beer and has got water, grain, yeast, and hops. Um, they've got a few other beers. So they've got as well as the core range, which is six beers. They also do some seasonals. And they also do what they call their outpost brews, which are on their old one liter, one hectolitre homebrew kit. Yeah. So if you go down to the the actual um, the brewery, you can you get to try some of those. They're more unusual stuff. Their core range is the amber ale we've got today. They will do a pale ale, a session IPA, a full IPA, an oatmeal stout, and a pilsner. I've heard really positive stuff about the pilsner, um, and some different opinions on the other ones. Okay. So I'm looking forward to trying these. Are the one I've known the name of, but not got around to, to trying. What do you think of the branding? So, branding, I think first of all, um, it would inspire me to try some of their other stuff from the branding. I like yeah. it. It does It does stand out. I have a negative, though, to go with this. Okay, go on. Have you seen Brewdog's new branding? I have, yes. Yeah, there's... It's a, it's a thing, cause Brewdog, unfortunately, came after these guys. And that, so, yeah. I, I don't know who to blame for that. But, um... <laughs> no, there's definitely some similarities, isn't, isn't there? there? Isn't yeah. it just? I think it really does, and and I'm I'm I like I like it, and I and what I've seen of Brewdog's new branding, I've liked yeah. that too. Um, uh, maybe that's naughty Brewdog. Well, then maybe it's just like a bit of a trend. Like if you look yeah, at Marvel's yeah, new yeah, branding, yeah. there's a little bit of similarity. In I that don't as well. like Marvel's new branding. Not keen. No, not as much mm. as the old one. I, I think there was I nothing like wrong the old, with the old one. Yeah, I, think I like it, the old one, but obviously I thought they need to refresh. Yeah, mm. we'll have to excuse the phone going in the background. I'm not picking the phone up. <laughs> I'm not. Shh. Um, so I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to judge it because because he, he has come yeah. before Brewdog, um, but he does look very much like it. I think it's very good. I like it. It stands out. I like that they brew. They put everything in tins. That's yeah. their thing. That's um, it. And unlike they've got a really good clear brand. They've got everything in tins. They've got different colour for each of the different core beers mm -hmm. so it's very recognisable it's very easy to see on a shelf what you've got and to, to go for what I you want I love the bits on the side as well so they've got like ABV 5.1 units yeah. 1.7 yeah uh, OG 12 uh, 12% IBUs 25 yeah. EBC 20 calories 160 yeah they've got all the information the server 8% uh, 8 degrees C it, uh, yeah I really like it that for me is 9 out of 10 yeah um, I'm going to actually Pretty much in agreement with you. I really like branding. Uh, it's really clear. I think it's distinctive. It certainly was distinctive when I first saw it. Uh, I can certainly say that the first time I saw them, I was like, oh, that looks interesting and different. Um, very easy to recognise what you've got and to spot them out on a shelf, but of, even of other good and interesting stuff. The cans does set them apart from the different bottles. Uh, so again, I'm going to agree with you, Nine. Yeah, no, I think it's really good. I like it a lot and... and I think many people could learn from that that kind of branding, that kind of information. 
Um, although I'm a bit disappointed they don't have the hop information on there. They have, yeah, so I'm sure that, I'm, I'm sure they do on the website. Yeah, it's not much they, on there. They've got they've got think. all of this other information, but no hop information. It's kind of a bit sad. But that's a a very small. Yeah. So uh, if we just have a quick talk about the technical side of what's there. So this is inspired by Colorado amber ales, very kind of prominent in that part of America. Um, you said on the side it's got a couple of bits of information about the brew, so it's 25 IBUs, yeah. which is fairly low, yeah. definitely on the low side. For, for, even for that kind of style, it's probably lowish. Um, 5.1 ABV, which is nice, comfortable level for with us. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the, what's the OG and the TG, what we probably call the, the final gravity and the original gravity, which is how much sugar you had in the, the beer and how much it's fermented. Mm-hmm. So that's 12 degrees Plato down to 3 so about 1.048 down to 1.012 for, for the Britain generally. Um, and that's, that shows it's fairly malty still. should be fairly still a good degree of that. Which, not, which I think it is from taking yeah, just some sips. Um, um, it's done with Cascade and Palisade hops. Why not put that on the tin? Like, why put everything else on and not put that on? Mm. I mean, they've even put it Surprise. inspired by Colorado. Yeah. Uh, USA, like, there, there is space on there for the hops. I mean, they've got this bit on here where it says, Four Pure is a London-based family brewery founded in 2013. Beer is our passion and our travels. What inspired us to brew? We believe craft beer should always be bold and flavourful. Enjoy this one and keep fresh in the... Ca- like, instead of putting that on there, lovely, tell me what hops are in it, please! <laughs> so he's got Cascade, it's one we're, yeah. we're familiar with. Yeah. Very well-known American hop. Which Palis- would, if that would make, the, the that side. bit of blurb I've just put on, wouldn't make me buy it. Putting that it has Cascade in it would make me pick it up and put it in my shopping basket. <laughs> they are for you if you listen to this. Yeah, no, but it's Cascade great. in big letters. But, no, you know, just the, so, yeah. the fact that the hops are there. We talked about this a lot. Yeah, we this. like information. Information's and- great. That is drivel. Like, mm. that is sales drivel. And, and listen, I've been as guilty of putting that on packaging on some of my stuff in the past, yeah. and I've made sure that I don't anymore because nobody cares. Nobody cares who, how you were inspired or that you were a family business. And if they are, they'll look on your website. Yeah. What they're caring about is what is in the product. What is it? And what already, is it going to taste like? They've already got a lot of information there, like putting in the original gravity and final gravity. Mm. So that's, that's really interesting. The hop seems in a bit of an odd exception not to have the, t- the right type set. But it's, um, listen, it's... It, it's, yeah. it's a small grape to have. Um, so the other one besides Cascade is Palisade, yeah. which is a actually not one I'd really come across Me much. Me neither. Um, it's a cross of Tetnanga, which is a German hop and uh, an unknown American hop. <laughs> so it was a it was came up with on the um, the Kima Ranch, Kima Chief Ranch. So the Kima Valley in America, where you get lots of the great American hops and stuff. The research is there. So it's a fairly new one. Um, Meant to give citrusy, grapefruit, and sweet nectar fruit type flavours. I think it's very malty. Like, for mm. me, uh, it, it's very malty. It's not hoppy at all. Um, those two hops, I don't think, really cut through so much. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing for what it is. I mean, it's an amber ale. It shouldn't, it shouldn't See, be I, I think it's, it's very low on bitterness, definitely. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those 25 IBUs, I wouldn't have even realised I was 25 there. But I think actual hop flavour, for such a low low amount of IBUs, I think they've actually got quite a bit of flavour out of it. Yeah, yeah. There's very little bitterness, so I guess probably mostly late hops. Yeah. 
No, I think I think it's a ve- it's very tasty. I think they've done a a, a great job. Uh, I'm not drinking a great deal at the minute because I've I've only just come off some things that shouldn't I should be drinking alcohol. with. Mm. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, with painkillers and things. So um, I, I I'm not going to drink anymore. But I'm actually quite sad about that because I'd like to drink some more. I think it's a nice. Um, it's 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 a good beer. Mm. It's well made. I think it's well put together. Um, it's interesting. I think my, my verdict on the, the can is pretty positive, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting any, any bad flavours out of this at all. I'm, I think it's well-brewed, Yeah. nice, tasty beer. Um, I will certainly look out to try more of theirs. Yeah. But no, I, 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 and I agree, and I think that's always a very positive sign of a beer, that when you taste it, you would like to try some of their others. And yeah. From what you've said about the others, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to try their I, Session IPA, I'd like to try their, their Double IPA, and I'd yeah. very much like to try their, their Stouty one. And I, particularly, I think if you if you think these are on the beer mile, they stack up pretty positively. Given that they've got competition from the likes of Colonel, Partisan, Brew by Numbers, yeah. like those are tough people to compete with. And if I was going to go along that that section, I'd probably stop into Four Pure for yeah. see what they got as well. And that's yes. that's a good sign. Well done, Four Pure. No, no, no. Very much, very much. When I saw there was a tin in the in in the beer bods. Um, I was very, very pleased, and tasting it, I'm just as pleased. I think it's fantastic. Um, instead of a bottle top rating this week, we have a a oh. a, a, a can ring pull can <laughs> ring rating, rating. Um, which completely ruins back it. To the for 80s. Us, but, yeah, back to the eighties, but uh, I'm ready to score it. Uh, I think Go it's on. a great beer. I think it's really well brewed. It's an amber ale that tastes like an amber ale. Um, it hasn't tried to go too hoppy, which is always the danger of those amber ales. I think they always tend to push yeah. too much to the hops and, and not enough to the to the, the multi flavours that are really coming through. Um, it's a real beer. Um, it's not a fancy, stupid, over-the-top beer. 5% is awesome. For me, it's a 9. Wow. It's a great beer. I like it. I would definitely drink it again, and I w- I'd be very keen to try some of their other stuff. That's cool. Um, I'm pretty impressed. I'm not sure I'm as, as sold as you are. I think it's well brewed. I think maybe I'm not as impressed by the balance of the hops and the malts. I think the hops are actually coming through quite strongly for me in terms of flavour. Really? Um, yeah, I'm getting quite a lot of the flavour. Very little bitterness, but quite a good chunk of, of okay. hop flavour. And those are big hops to be using they are big in, hops. in that thing. Um, but that's not a huge detractor because I actually I quite like those hops. Um, it's nice. I will certainly drink again. I will certainly buy more from them again. Um, I'm not sure I'll go out hunting this again, but I'll certainly look out for other stuff from their range. So I'm going to go eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half's good. Um, we're at 15 minutes, so we should definitely shut up. Uh, I'm not going to drink up and shut up because I can't drink anymore, but you'll have to drink up for us both. So, uh, yeah, he's drunk up and I'm going to shut up. Done.